everyone and welcome to the geek digest podcast a podcast where we talk about all things geek culture movies video games television video games movies and video games my name is victoria my name is zaphod and today we are going to be discussing like fucking nothing <laughs> because like nothing Whoa. happened this week except for a game that the literal entire internet has been waiting for for forever finally happening and I totally didn't think it was going to happen. We're also talking about one of the biggest streamers on Twitch getting a fat ban for no reason. And then we're also touching on some uh, co-op stuff that y'all never would have been able to do in the past. Zay, to start off, what have you been playing this week? So I went out of my way to, well, we were just trolling around Target and yeah. I saw that they had Target. a bunch of a uh, PlayStation Classics on sale. So I got oh, here we go. The Last of Us for twenty dollars, and then Bayfod went to New Orleans, leaving on yep. a Saturday and coming back Nola. on a Tuesday. And I planted my ass on the couch and I played <laughs> it the entire time she was gone. So oh my god, it was I really liked the game. Um, I still haven't finished it. I'm on the last yeah. like season. I think the whole game takes place over a year. Um, yeah. and I'm on the last season and. It's it's, oh God, I just, I love it. Yeah. And it makes me excited for the second one that's eventually coming out, even though it was delayed. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So if y'all know me, y'all know that I'm not a huge fan of The Last of Us. I never finished the game, but I just don't particularly like the gameplay. And I don't really like Naughty Dog's games in general. Mm. I've never really liked any of Naughty Dog's games. That's just a me thing. I would have preferred it if The Last of Us was just a film or a television show. I probably would have enjoyed it a lot more. But I'm glad you're enjoying it. Like, there's a reason so many people love it. I'm just an outlier in this situation. Yeah, it was, I, I don't know. I was pretty compelled by the story. Some of the, I'll the give thing. you I that. The story's fucking incredible. The gameplay did get a little tedious at times where yeah. I'm like, uh, there was a few times where it was like, oh, here's some story. And then it's like, oh, watch out. There's a million bad guys that That's just happened thing. to break into this fortress and you got to kill them all. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll definitely give you that. But it yeah. it was the story and the way that it kind of plays out and some of the like crafting system and stuff like that. I'm sure yeah. it was it was uh, it was pretty cool for me. Yeah, I just like that's it. You kind of hit the nail on the head like. Mm -hmm. When I did try playing it, that's what kind of exhausted me about it. I was like, this story is so compelling and so interesting that I just want the story. Yeah. Like, is there any way that I can skip, skip this stupid climbing puzzle? I don't want to partake. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't blame I you. I would just like to know what happens in the next cutscene. And, you know, I, I get to a certain point where, like, if I just want to know the story, I just kind of give up. Mm-hmm. Because it's, like, too much work. Like, games like Mass Effect or Dragon Age, for me, they don't feel like too much work to get to the next story point. Mm -hmm. Because there's, like, really good banter and, like, you know, it feels like every single quest you're doing is working towards that story. Like, mm -hmm. there's definitely parts, especially in the first Mass Effect, where, like, I'm exhausted. And I'm like, I just want to get to the next main quest. But if we're talking about, like, Dragon Age Inquisition, for example... I feel like the whole thing is working towards the story. The whole thing is shrouded in mystery. And that's kind of what I like. And I don't get that with The Last of Us. 
Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I don't know. With that being said, I've been playing Pokemon all week, so why am I judging anything? (laughs) No story, so. Jesus Christ. No story whatsoever, but that's kind of, it's it's a glorified collection game, right? Mm -hmm. That's what Pokemon is. That's what it always has been. (laughs) Exactly, right? So I'm not not going to fucking Pokemon for the story. Right. I'm going to Pokemon because I want a goddamn Clefairy. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. So I've been loving Sword and Shield. Yeah. There was so much drama about it mm-hmm. before it came out. Like, you know, the week before it came out, we almost talked about it on the podcast and then decided not to because I think we all just kind of, we we all, like there's more than two of us. We both just kind of decided it was dumb. Yeah. Like dumb, stupid drama. It, just, it wasn't like, even was worth. No point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It wasn't there was even no worth point talking in bringing about attention it. attention to it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So we were kind of on the same page with that, which is why we never discussed the whole like cancel game free stupid shit. Like your Twitter hashtag is not going to affect fucking game freak. Let's just get that straight. Um, it's the fastest like, selling Switch game they've released so far. Exactly. Like, they sold two million copies in a matter of weeks. It, it just it is, it's blown up. It is so fun. Like, obviously, I've played every Pokemon game, mm-hmm. right? And I've enjoyed the vast majority of them. I really didn't like Black and White back in the day. So I never played Black, White, Black and White 2. Mm-hmm. And I didn't love Sun and Moon. I liked it, but I didn't love it. But every other Pokemon game I've really, really enjoyed, right? Like, it's obviously, like, a game I've played for forever. Like... I love Pokemon, but I've always mm-hmm. also come a little like back and forth with it too, you know. Really? I loved Red and Blue. That was like yeah. my childhood. I grew yeah. up on that. That was I oh, was gee. obsessed with it when it first came out. I had the story region. I like me and my friends went and sat on their porch for seriously ten hours playing, um, trading, doing everything that we yeah. could. And I played in my Game Boy until the batteries literally exploded yep. in the back of yep. my Game Boy and Sounds just right. started leaking battery acid everywhere. Uh-huh. Um, Love that. And that was how I had to stop playing that day. Um, but, you know, after that, I think I was like, oh, I'm too old for Pokemon. So I never played like yeah. X and Y or black and white. And, yeah. um, and then I came back to it with like, uh fire red and leaf green um because those were remakes of the ones i loved and then i you know i i've bought almost every copy since then so like omega ruby alpha sapphire and then um i've played all of those too sun and moon i have um x and y i x and y is amazing i bought them and i started them and then i just kind of get like I like feel like you did with The Last of Us. It's just kind of like, ugh, all right, well, here's another gym yeah. battle. Here's more Pokemon that they just kind of yeah. slapped together a design for. Um, yeah. And so I think that's like, I, I still love Pokemon and I love that there's like people so dedicated to it, but it just like, it feels exhausting to me after a while, yeah, which is I why that. I just wait to do it, you know? Yeah. Sword and Shield is refreshing though. Yeah. That's the thing. That's what I think I'm really enjoying about it. There's something about it that's giving me, like, Tales of Sim... And I've said this on stream. It gives me, like, Tales of Symphonia JRPG vibes. Mm -hmm. Not the Tales of Symphonia story, because that game had a story and Pokemon doesn't have a story. Um, I mean, like, they try to make a story happen, but no one pays attention. You know that it ultimately leads to the legendary, and then you get to catch it, and you fucking... That's it. Yeah. But, like... I don't know. There's just a different vibe about this game. I find it a little more difficult 
I don't know if anybody else can relate to that. Like, I find the Pokemon in the wild areas are a higher level. And um, the gym battles are a little harder. Which is interesting. But then there's also stupid hacks. Like, the Dynamax. Like, if you just run around going into these Dynamax caverns, they give you candies that you can just give to your Pokemon for, like, thousands of XP. Really? Like, I leveled each of my Pokemon, like, 10 levels the other night because I had, like, 70 of these candies. That's... Mm. Yeah, like I cranked it. But with that being said, like people are doing Dynamax battles instead of actual battle, like right. instead of like, like, like tall grass battles. So I guess it kind of makes up for it mm. in the long run. Like, would I have earned that XP if I'd been doing like all of the tall grass battles instead of the Dynamax? I don't know. Plus, then it also encourages you to do the Dynamax battles. So I totally get their strategy with that. But. It kind of is like a little bit of a fucking hack. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's really overpowered. Um, but overall, I'm really enjoying it. Like, am I saying it's the most sophisticated game on the planet? No. No, they never have been. Exactly. But it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's a good time. I'm playing a brand new game. Zay's playing a 20,000-year-old game. Yeah, exactly. I'm finally it's catching no up biggie. on all the PlayStations that I missed <laughs> since this is the first one I ever owned. So I was like, oh, exactly. look at this. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, look. This one's supposed to be cool. Has anyone ever heard of, uh, yeah. uh, what else is there? Uncharted? Or, well, I guess that's, that's another Naughty Dog. But uh, I don't like Uncharted either. Yeah. Uh, I just don't like their gameplay. Yeah. I started playing the first Uncharted and just got so frustrated. Mm-hmm. I was like, this shouldn't be so difficult for me to get to the next part of the story. Mm -hmm. Like, it just shouldn't be. I don't understand. I'm not here for incredibly fucking complex gameplay. You can make a harder version so that people who want that can do that. Like, and they're that just might not very be... good at, like, creating tiers for people who are less good at games. The... Not even... I just want the story over the difficulty. Mm -hmm. um, that might be... I don't know if it's part of the remastered part, but they had four different difficulty levels on The Last of Us, and I chose normal, um, and I still found some of the combat to be like, like I was dying over and over and over yes, again, and it was I mean. just, yeah, I, I don't blame you for feeling that way, because yep. it, I, I definitely experienced that, and was yeah. just, I mean, here we are reviewing a game from fucking, like, ten years ago, so we, yeah. could, pro we could probably move on, but, yeah. Um, but no, no but I, it's like, I, mean, I get it, you know, and especially I mean. with like, the next I'm one not coming out. Bad at video games, no, right? Not like, by if any I sense. put something on normal, I should be able to have no issues. Yeah. But normal shouldn't be like a fucking expert tier in every other game because Naughty Dog wants to be special, mm. you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's not like they're going for a from software like Dark Souls type thing where it's that's there, my thing. There is exactly. no difficulty level; you just expect it to be a hard game, right? And there's a reason I don't play those games. Yeah, and that's that's exactly why they do it that yeah. way. You know, they exactly. don't they don't try to cater to people with a difficulty level. They exactly. say this is how we make it, and yeah. you either like it or you don't. And yeah, and it's yeah. meant to be hard as fuck. Exactly, and so you just yeah. you just don't play it, which is fine. You know, yeah. like I've only played half of dark souls three that i got for well i shouldn't even say that half an hour of dark souls yeah, three exactly <laughs> before i yeah. like just mm -hmm. got frustrated and gave up um, that's the thing yeah i played it for a 500 follower stream mm -hmm. and that never again yeah and now i never can again because my ps4 is dead rest in pepperoni that Good fucking by ps4 yeah one tablespoon of water hit the mobo <laughs> fuck my life 
Some people spill an entire water bottle on their PS4 and it doesn't hit the motherboard and they're totally fine. I got a tablespoon of water on my PS4 and it, the water just said, right to the motherboard, baby. It's time to learn like, to solder, Vic. <laughs> fuck my life. Uh, God damn it. Plus, you can okay. get like a PS4 Slim for like like 150 bucks now. It's In Canada? Uh, well, okay, fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't. Pokemon cost me $90. Okay? Oh my God. <laughs> we can't get shit. For $150. I'm just waiting for the PS5. Yeah, that's fair. It's next year. And it's all going to be backwards compatible, so it's not like I'm losing my PS4 games for forever. Right. So That's true. Yeah. That'll be I'm exciting. Just... Oh, my God. Yeah, I just looked it up. PlayStation 4 Slim Canada, $350. Yeah. See what I mean? <laughs> that's Welcome more to my expensive life. than a Switch. Uh-huh. What the yeah, fuck? Then, uh-huh. Oh, not in Canada. A Switch is like $400 here. Oh, oh my God. How much is a Switch? Yeah, a Switch is $400. What the fuck? You guys <laughs> yeah. are screwed. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. A normal PS4, like the PS4 Pro here, mm-hmm. $500. Oh, my God. For a one terabyte hard drive PS4 Pro. What is that? That's Canada for you. Oh, my Lord. Our fucking dollar's been so bad for years. And, like, it just is giving companies any excuse. And then the minute our dollar games at all... Mm-hmm. They don't put the prices down. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. And then, you know, we also have a 13% tax on everything, right? right. So that $500 PS4 is, like, closer to 6 That I mean, is, not actually. Yeah. But, I like... Mean, but, like, why wouldn't... I, I? Yeah, you know, if I'm, like, one of the producers, publishers, like, why would I change my prices, right? Like, it's... Yes. What, what a joke. But you yes. want to talk about... I was going to say, let's talk about... Um, something that's something been huge. a joke for years. It's been a fucking meme. A massive for joke years. for years. Nobody thought it was going to happen. Guys, it's 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 happening. Like, it's, what the fuck? It's actually happening. We're getting a new Half-Life. Half-Life Alex shook. got I'm announced. I'm fucking shook. Uh, Vic sent me a tweet from Charlana. Uh, Charlana Zard. Um, yep. And okay, I'm... What is her real name right now? Alana Pierce. Thank you. Um, yeah. I was old man braining right there. Have not it's had all good. my coffee yet. Um, <laughs> where she said it was like six months ago, a year ago, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was like a Q&A at the beginning of the year that she did. Okay. And she said she'd just gone to Valve Studio and was like, no one's going to believe me anyway. But I can't producing... even leak this because no one will believe me. Yeah. Cause so like they're producing another Half-Life game. It's true. It's going to be VR. No one's going to believe me, but it's yeah. it's true. And no one believed her because Who this would? clip never got spread anywhere. Like she just said it in the middle of her Q&A and like everybody went on like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. Not actually going to happen. Valve's never going to release Half-Life 3. It's because Half-Life... That'll never happen. No, it's because Half-Life memes have been a joke for <laughs> as long as I've been a Redditor. Yeah, Which exactly. is like at least seven years now, yep. which is just absolutely nuts like i and then this this like i had someone so uh one of my viewers knows someone that works at valve and uh shout outs to shanzi again um hey that's exactly the article i'm looking at um oh perfect (laughs) and it's uh he went to confirm it with his friend that works at valve because we saw the rumors come out that day and we're like uh 
Is this real? This can't be real, right? And then he well, he sent that you question sent me the to tweet his and friend. I was like, this is fake. Yeah, exactly. Because like, who yeah. the fuck would believe that? Right? Exactly. That's exactly what kind of like trait, trolley, baity bullshit would come out that, you know, you just you're like, no, no, this can't be real. This isn't a thing. Exactly. And he sent a question to his friend, and his friend said all this. I think if I remember right, all his friend said was yes. And I was like, I still don't believe it. I, right. also, I also don't believe that you have a friend that works at Valve, but that's a whole nother story. Seems fake, but okay. Shanti's yeah. going to be listening and being like, oh, how could you? But he does, apparently. <laughs> and, yeah. And then he texted and showed a screenshot that said, like, we decided to move up the announcement to tomorrow because of you. And I was like, that I don't believe. Sir, yeah. sir you are lying to me. <laughs> but, yeah, see, it came out. I do think they moved the announcement up. Mm-hmm. I think it leaked, and then I think they moved the announcement up. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. there's no way that that leak happened, and then three hours later, they confirmed it. Yeah. No I way. I think you're right. It ha- The leak happened, and they said, who the fuck did that? Who's doing that? And they'd rather and then get they out said, ahead of it. we got to tweet it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially and then they announced it. Because it's... It's been 12 years since a Half-Life game has 12 happened. 12 long years. 12 actual in years. In Azkaban! <laughs> I did my waiting! <laughs> 13 years of it! <laughs> I wish it had been one more year, because then we could actually have adequately used Sirius's quote. Yep. <laughs> but it's fine. We've appropriated it for 365 days. But it's the, the caveat is it's going to be a VR game. Which is interesting. It's very interesting. I mean, oh, like, by the way, I've never is, played a Half-Life. The quote is 12 years. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Is it really? Yes, it <gasps> is. It is, because he was 13. Right. My bad. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was like, that was Prisoner of Azkaban, <laughs> and they're 13. My brain had a fucking break there. <laughs> I know. I heard you say that, and I was like, wait, wait, I think she's, no. I don't think that's correct. And then no, you heard my furious clacking. <laughs> yeah, it is 12 years because they're 13 in Prisoner of Azkaban. That is correct. It all makes sense. I'm again. glad we all confirmed that. Uh, yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, so, like, you need... I've never played a Half-Life game. I have never either. Um, but that's because it's first person, so, like, I have a good excuse. I <laughs> didn't play PC games until, yeah. like, like, three or four years ago, so that's... So you have, like, a mediocre excuse, but it's not as good as mine. You know what? You can just <laughs> dig a hole and go die in it, Victoria. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, I've never played a Half-Life game before. Zay's never played a Half-Life game before. I'm not going to play this one, because VR is, like, the extreme version of the thing that already makes me sick. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a no from me, dog. It's pretty interesting, too. It it may be fairly, like, prohibitive to a lot of people because it it requires a, uh, at least a Core i5 chip or better and right. a GTX 1060. Like, that's that's the chip that I have in my, yeah. in my PC, and I built it almost, you know, two and a half years ago now. Um, wow. Six gigs of VRAM and 12 gigs of system memory. Um, well, I mean... It's not, like, that prohibitive, but it, like, the first, compared to, when you compare it to the first one, it ran yeah. on a Radix 480 or better, you know? Yeah. Um, so, it, it's interesting. Um, yeah. Over I guess I'm a, not surprised. Yeah. 
I'm not surprised either, especially for especially if, because it's VR. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, only 45% of Steam audience that was surveyed has 12 gigs of RAM or more. Uh, only what? 30, really? Only 35% have a GPU that would qualify, and only roughly a quarter of the audience still has a CPU with fewer than four cores. Wait. People are still running less than 16 gigs of RAM yeah, in 2019. For sure. I mean, imagine, like, you know, you have one PC and it and you don't upgrade it, you know, or you don't have the funds to build an upgraded one. And there's a lot of games on Steam that are, you know, some people only play, like, fucking Rocket League like I did Actually, for, you know what? for years that at a time. Said, so. Like, I, you, you know that I replaced my computer this year. Yeah, exactly. Um, But I built my previous computer, like, five years ago. Mm-hmm. That that computer was not good for streaming anymore. Mm-hmm. But if I wasn't streaming, it could play everything still. Yeah. And I was running 8 gigs of RAM. And I was running like an old i5. Old, 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 like four or five generations now old processor. So, like, I get it, actually. Yeah. Because, and you know, probably- it was... You fucking wouldn't. unusable for me with streaming like i had to use my elgato every time i streamed yes because i could not run a game and run my stream mm-hmm. but and if you never streamed it still played games right if i never streamed right you, like i would not have had to replace my computer probably yeah well, exactly yes because it was she was getting some rest in peace moments right but like but- I mean, yeah. maybe that was because of the extra stress and load from streaming. Yeah, trying like, to overclock a processor that fucking couldn't overclock. Exactly. And, yeah. you know, you may have been less, you know, inclined to upgrade that, upgrade your hardware had you not had yeah. to stream. Um, well, exactly. So that's pretty That's pretty interesting. Um, I mean, it's also VR. So be- besides all of Ugh. those all of those tech requirements, you need a VR headset, you know, and a VR right. setup. Um, that's going to be that's what that's what I think is the most restricting. Yeah. I feel like so many people don't have what they use the Oculus, right? Mhm. They don't have the Oculus, right? Like people it's don't have VR headsets too. in their house right now. Yep. But but this is going to get a lot of people buying VR headsets. It's true, right? right? It's very true. Like if you're a hardcore gamer who loved the Half-Life series, you've been participating in the memes while crying at the same time because you <laughs> haven't gotten to like participate, get the Half-Life 3, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you love it. Uh, I don't need an Oculus. I'll just keep playing my PC games. Like I'll just keep playing what I want. Holy fucking shit. Half-Life 3 is coming out. Okay, sign me up. I've already ordered my Oculus, mm-hmm. right? Like that's what it's going to be. It's smart. But also, I think it's going to get people angry. Like, I think people are not going to be pleased about the fact that they may have to buy another piece of hardware to play this game. People are already not pleased because of that. It's like, it's already happening. The internet is kind of pretty divided. I mean, people Uh are like stoked because there's a half-life and those who already are set up for a VR game are like, sick, I'll just play it. But most of us... I don't know. I'm. I still don't have a VR setup. I know you don't have a VR setup. I will you never have wouldn't. a VR setup. Yeah, and it's it's not exactly. There hasn't really been a drive for me to get a VR setup and yeah. play things because I don't know the the things that have been developed for it seems like like this is one of the biggest releases that I could say that I've yeah. seen that is that yes. I would be interested in playing. That's VR only. You know. Yeah. That I can think of recently. Um. 
and they're talking about some cool stuff mm-hmm. like things that like so this article that we're reading said Kasali said that in order to bring Half-Life Alex to the PC as a flat screen game we would have to map an entire section of the keyboard dedicated to just interacting with doors he went on to describe action in which the player may partially open a door peek through it shut it before it fully opens or stick a weapon through the crack and fire it or even drop a grenade and slam the door shut all of that's carried out in an intuitive way in virtual reality that's fair Mm-hmm. that's fair so if they're actually doing shit like that which is like stuff that i've never really seen vr games do yet yeah this that means that this game is going to be like the future of vr for sure they're bringing that... something brand new to vr they're bringing Completely. something next level to vr and that's what i think is cool i'm gonna be really yeah exactly really interested to see what this engine looks like and Me how too. you know like i as long as people's setups work to stream it, I will yeah. be super interested in doing it. Um, I'll and- watch, like, through my peripherals. Because mm-hmm. then I won't feel sick. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Only periphery. Like you just, <laughs> That's it. it. You're going to have, like, the horse blockers for your face. Yes. Except the opposite direction. The reverse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I can only see through my peripheral vision. <laughs> It'll be incredibly frustrating, and I just won't do it. But, in theory, if I could just watch it through the periphery, I'd be able to. Yeah. I don't know. So, I feel like this could dramatically change like the way we see VR games. Yeah, totally. Which I find fascinating. Very, very fascinating. Because as long as the install base is out there, then people uh-huh. will develop games for it. Exactly. Right? But that that like people don't want to have the hardware until there's a game they want to play on it. It's a very catch twenty two situation. Yes. And um it can be frustrating, I think, for developers and and uh, gamers alike yeah. just to try and buy into something that's pretty like honestly I think the both headsets are like a three hundred dollar minimum setup and that's Which just like for yeah not at all that's just for the VR headset on top of like most of yeah. the VR games that you need like you can see with these tech specs yeah you gotta have some pretty decent computer hardware to do it yeah exactly so, um. I don't know. It seems a little frustrating for both both alike, but uh, something else that I think is a little frustrating oh, yeah. or oh, was a beautiful segue. Ooh, thank you. Beautiful, mm, beautiful, magnifique. That Ooh, was loved a, that. A little frustrating was. Uh, I think little is an understatement. Yeah. Why don't you tell us about um, it, Vic? So, we've talked a lot about bands here on the Geek Digest podcast because I think there's a part of us that's very afraid. I also think there's a part of us that is just so morbidly curious as to how many more times Twitch is going to fuck up. Mm -hmm. It happened this week. So let me set the stage. At E3, Dr. Disrespect went into a fucking bathroom Mm -hmm. and got banned for two weeks. Idiot. Should have gotten banned for that long. At TwitchCon... I Some think... dumb fucking idiot went into the partner lounge and streamed. Got banned for, I don't know, two weeks, mm-hmm. I think. Idiot. Should have gotten banned. Yep. No permission, non-filming zone. Then we have Pay Money Wubby, who I like, definitely has his own problems, but he... overall, he's kind of like, he says things just to get attention and sometimes they're racist and really bad absolutely Um, he does things to intentionally toe the line and he is yes and sometimes i think he crosses it in my opinion yeah oh totally 
most definitely. I don't I don't disagree with you. I find him fascinating and his rise to success has been a very fascinating trajectory for me. Mm -hmm. So Pay Money Wubby decided he was gonna stream with his girlfriend or fiance, I don't know which one of the two it is, but they've been there together. They said, We're gonna go to a restaurant and we're going to live stream our dinner at this restaurant. He got permission from the owner. So he had permission to film here. Explicit permission. Absolute, concrete, explicit permission. Twitch fucking banned him. Live on stream. Live on stream like for they two didn't, weeks. They didn't wait till he was done. They didn't wait till he violated yeah. anything else. They just yeah. pulled his stream literally in the middle of it. Yep. And Pay Money Wubby is huge. Mm-hmm. If you guys have not seen one of his streams, it is the most wild fucking shit you've ever seen. It is an experience. He Um, is one of the only big streamers I've seen that actually communicates with his community still. mm -hmm. And that's what separates him from like the ninjas and the fucking other people. I don't know all their names. Whatever. I don't really watch big streamers. <laughs> no, you Off don't. the top of my head. You know those guys. Yeah. Shroud and shit. Like Pokemon, um, like, yeah. like Valkyrie, like yeah. Lyric, like Shroud. They don't really communicate with their audiences anymore. Mm-hmm. Pay Money Wubby does still. His stream's buck wild. He has an absurd amount of gifted subs all the time. Like, this man is raking in the cash. He's making this his career. And he's doing a great job of it. He's and they said, two weeks, office. bitch, you're out. Yep. So he talks to them. He talks to Twitch and he says, yo, hey, what up, guys? Y'all shouldn't have banned me. I had explicit permission. They ignored him for five days. They ignored him for five days until yesterday when they sent him two sentences basically saying, hey, yeah, didn't mean to ban you. Shouldn't have done that. You're free to use our services again. Thanks, Twitch staff. <laughs> just, um. So like, he went off. <laughs> if you guys didn't see the shit. so. Like, uh, yeah. So he streamed last night. Zay sent me a clip that Richard sent to us. Thanks, Richard. What up? Um, and he basically started his stream by dressing up as a notes. clown. And calling himself Twitch staff. So they, they like, recreated, they, like, set the whole scene again from inside the restaurant <laughs> and recreated the experience of getting banned off of Twitch. And, yeah. I mean, we could go through and describe the whole clip, but... But y'all just have to see it to believe y- it. You just need to watch it. It is... Yeah. And then decided to spend the entire rest of his coming back stream yeah. getting drunk and talking shit on Twitch. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. Because, you know, you know, if you want, look at his Twitter, like, he's been posting, you know, he posted a clip of fucking Emmett, or whatever the fuck his name is, the CEO, mm-hmm. Emmett Shear of Twitch. Mm-hmm. He posted a clip of Emmett being at a conference and being like, we're going to make sure that when people get banned, they know exactly what they got banned for. Mm-hmm. And then he juxtaposes it with a clip of his tweet being like, yo, it's been nearly four days with zero reply from Twitch. Don't know what I did. 
I've been ghosted by he's, my employer. He screenshotted like, his his ban email that says that says you've been removed from this platform for uh what is it a violation strike has been planted on your account for yeah. violation of privacy. Yeah, in and, reason invading the privacy of others. Read Twitch's community guidelines to learn more. Yep. <laughs> Excuse me. Where the violation occurred on stream or VOD. That doesn't even really fucking whittle it down either because there's a VOD of every stream. Yep. Which one was it? Yep. Like, whack as hell. Absolutely insane shit. He went on to to say- I don't understand. He went on to say a whole lot too. Like, so he's- I mean, when you're a streamer of that size, you have a lot of interaction with Twitch staff, right? Yes, Whether it be you your your partner representative, um, yeah. just other people that you probably meet and talk to at TwitchCon, yeah. um, whoever it is that he talked to. And he said, I want to clarify that I'm not talking about these people. Some of these people yeah. I've talked to who I have uh, have communicated with about this, they yeah. are just as in the dark as I am. Which wow. is which is the most frustrating thing because like his partner representative and most people he talks to is like out of all the things that you've done, this is what they banned you for. That's whack, like man. this is this is the one <laughs> of that, all the, the shit. The straw that broke the camel's back was you eating chicken tendies and dipping them in milk in a restaurant. Like- what the fuck? How is that? How is that the one that got you banned? I mean, and like that is monstrous. It is. Milk right? tendies I mean, is monstrous. I, I, if that was the reason, I respect the decision to ban him. <laughs> but, but yeah. they still no, didn't tough. tell him that, even if but that this, was the reason. This is what I mean. Whenever I say it's scary to be a streamer on Twitch, right? Because. This time, like, Dr. Disrespect, bitch, you should have gotten fucking banned. Yeah, that was you know, obvious. that fucking kid who streamed from the partner lounge, you're an absolute fucking idiot. Yep. You should also have been banned. Someone getting explicit permission from the manager and ensuring that they've done their due diligence in order to continue with their stream and then getting banned anyways is fucked. And then, like... Then getting ghosted for five days. Exactly. And especially when you compare it to Amaranth showing her body on stream. Alinity feeding vodka to her cat and throwing it over her head. What? They both got three days? Three days. Yeah. Which, like, I'm not... I'm very, very anti the whole conversation that, like, women get less, like repercussions for their actions i don't think like, yeah 100 percent. and i'm not trying to point it to that i don't think it's because they're women no, no no i know i'm just trying yeah, to make it clear for sure that's not what we're saying we're no. not saying that it's because they're women because i'm very against that narrative um because i don't like i think if amaranth went into a stream or went into a restaurant or went into a bathroom she'd get 14 days too agreed but the alinity situation she should have gotten more than three days. Well, I don't I, know what happened there. But also, why? Like, here's the thing. Amaranth said, holy shit, it was an accident. And then she got was. three days. Yep. Right? Pay Money Wubby said, oh my God, I had permission. And it took them five days to figure it out. 
and they still didn't they still didn't directly respond to him right like there was like, no communication there was no like there should have been someone yeah. that communicated with his partner like, that could relay this information and say this is what happened this is what we don't appreciate we would yeah. love it if you don't like yeah so so he has to reasonably assume that they don't want him on the platform and we're looking right. for whatever excuse to slap a ban on him because they right. want him out. And something yeah. that he talked about pretty explicitly in his stream yesterday um, as of this recording was we don't like this platform. We want right. to move off this platform, but we're afraid of yeah. losing money. Like we yeah. would go to Mixer, but we don't think Mixer is going to make it. Like, if yeah. there were valid reasons to think that we could actually, like, get this Ugh. revenue and keep up the success that we've had on Mixer yeah. or freaking YouTube or whatever yeah. else, we would do it in a heartbeat. And yeah. he's like, if you thought Wubby towed the line before or crossed the line, however, it ended up, just wait till now because he doesn't yeah. give a fuck anymore. Yeah, it's interesting. I just don't understand what goes through their heads. Like if they can take one large creator, like we've talked about it being small creator versus large creator in the past. Right. Right. But this is large creator versus large creator. Exactly. So I, I don't understand why some streamers can say, oh my God, it was an accident. I'm so sorry. And get forgiven within like two days. Whereas I, other ones say, hey, I did my due diligence. You know, you've made a mistake actually. Right. And then it takes five days. Right. I think what the difference is, and it's funny because Amaranth, I remember for a while, she got in trouble, not with Twitch, but with, she used to live stream within a gym that she used to go to. And yeah. this, this gym was like, did she, I don't watch her streams. So yeah. I, I don't watch them either. I just remember yeah. seeing the clips about them. Um, yeah. Because people, you know, like to brigade against her, but that's a whole nother story. Yeah. Um, which like, I don't understand that either. Like. Yeah. Why are we all compiling hate on someone? If you don't like their streams, just don't watch them. It's not that hard. Right, exactly. Like, like, why is the hate brigade, brigade happening right now? Just because it's not content that you would agree with. I get really heated about this. Like, personally, Amaranth's brand of stream is not the brand of stream I like to watch. Right. But she's clearly having a lot of success and good for her. And guess what? You just you just don't watch it. And there you exactly. go. You just not continue living your it. life. I like, like other streams. Like, right. But, but I also like smaller communities, right? Like, that's sure. how I am. But she used to stream inside of a gym, and there was a point where she did not have permission whatsoever yeah. to stream yeah. in that gym. Yeah. And live on stream, she got kicked out by the gym staff. <gasps> oh, my God. And was was had her membership revoked from the gym. All of Whoa. this happening live on stream. And then she walks out of the building and goes... <laughs> I'll never oh, forget no. this one. She walks out of the building and then she's streaming in front of the building. She goes, it's because I'm white. <laughs> what? Amaranth, what the fuck? <laughs> but, but. What the fuck, Amaranth? <laughs> what the fuck? I just defended you. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't. <laughs> like, I'm Amaranth, done. She doesn't deserve Defense it. Defense over. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh my god, reverse racism doesn't exist. No. no. Um, what the fuck? Oh my god. So See, like, But why didn't she get a 14-day ban for streaming somewhere right? that Without she didn't permission. have permission? Showing people's faces, 
Like I don't she she's completely and then it's it's hilarious because she's like arguing with the person who's talking to her. It's yeah. I suggest watching this clip because it's really wow. hilarious to watch her like just circuitous, completely dull minded logic trying to like Jeez. She, she So the, the the gym manager is arguing with her and being like yeah. you can't show people in the gym. We we'd never given you permission to do this. And yeah. she says, But I'm not filming right now. And the gym manager is like, We literally have your stream pulled up at our computer and <gasps> we know you're streaming right now oh my god she said but i don't have my big camera so i'm not streaming oh, she said i i don't god. give a shit what camera you have you're streaming we you told you you can't streaming. do that we've yeah. warned you about this oh my god it's so but like what but the difference can completely but the difference i think between her and like pokimane uh like not that pokey's done anything but um, no, Pokey just chills at home. Ditto. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like, uh, who was the other one that like uh, got three Alinity? days? Yeah, Alinity. Is, ah! Is, they <laughs> I have can't. Her name evokes anger in me. They have brand ties and yeah. bigger sponsorships, which yeah. is what Twitch is aligned with. Which yeah. you can see through the veil here is that yeah. Wubby doesn't. Wubby toes the line, and Wubby is is like almost a satirization of what is allowed in yeah. society, you know. And he does it yeah. pretty well, and most of the time it's disgusting, and usually it's pretty offensive. But I yeah. appreciate someone like that's what comedy kind of is to me is like right. finding the boundaries and finding what's acceptable, and sometimes yeah. you have to cross it to figure out where that line actually exists. But yeah brands and sponsors don't work with him because they don't want to touch it right yeah um, so he relies entirely on his community exactly and they took that away from him yeah. because they don't want that on their platform and it's starting to turn into almost the same situation that youtube has done for years now where they just and they're like they're doubling down on that effort where they're just revoking partnerships and yeah. revoking content that doesn't align with what they want their platform to be right and know. that's that's what I think the main difference is is between like Wubby and Alinity or Amaranth is that is that he doesn't have those big major sponsorships and the ones that did that he did have I know he's like on his YouTube videos he's sponsored by like NordVPN yeah and, and some of those some there's like some other sponsorships that he's had that that do work with him and they pulled out because he got banned on right. Twitch. So not yeah. only did they fuck him from being able to stream and make his income and make thousands yeah. of dollars, but they lost sponsorships for him. And all he got in response was like, whoops, didn't mean to. Yeah. I don't know. That would piss me off, too. Yeah. I, it's shitty. It's shitty. Yeah. I don't get it. Twitch really needs to sort their shit out. We've said this every single time. Every it's, single time we've said this. And it just like, keeps happening. You just need to fucking establish actual fucking guidelines that you stick to. I get that, you know, some of the other st stuff, like, happened, like, with the other streamers before these rules were put into place. Right. You can't ban someone after the fact. Right. But I personally think that animal abuse is just as worthy of fucking getting a 14-day ban. Yeah. Personally, like, where are your priorities? They, they seem to be on a very similar level to me. If not, like, like hurting a fucking animal is kind of worse. Yeah. In my opinion. Way worse. Like, yes, 
yes, violating people's privacy is fucked up and you shouldn't mm-hmm. be doing that because what if someone's in witness protection? Like I always think of the worst fucking possible thing, right? right? What right. if the person behind you is in witness protection and then the person that they're in witness protection is against happens to be watching the stream or looking at that Facebook page that you're in a photo of and then they're like, holy shit, I can see them and I know where they are now. And exactly. then they can come and fucking get you. Like it's actually really dangerous. But you know what else is dangerous? Throwing your cat across the room. Completely. You but know, it's like, also like Wubby's not the first person that's ever streamed in public before. People no, are doing exactly. it literally right now on Twitter. Yeah. I can guarantee uh-huh. it. And but that because he's it... so big. Right. Right? Exactly. I don't know. I it's don't just, know. and that's why it's so frustrating because it's so confusing, first of all. And second of all, because at TwitchCon, which was uh-huh. in the beginning of October, they said, or the end of September, they said they were going to change it. Yeah. They said they were going to be transparent. And they've done nothing. Yeah. They've done absolutely nothing. Yep. That's, that's why, why aren't you guys doing it? Right. Why Mm -hmm. aren't you guys? And at the very least, why aren't you doing better? Mm -hmm. Right. Why aren't you saying, Hey, I get it. This is wrong. We're going to only take a couple of days or we're going to take one day to fix this. Mm -hmm. Or we're going to send you a really heartfelt apology. Why aren't those kind of steps being taken? Yeah. Right. Especially when it's their fuck up. Like if it's the streamers fuck up, it's a different story. You deserve the ban if you fucked up. Yep. Like you do. But when you're just banning someone without doing your due diligence and checking, then, you know, you are kind of failing the situation. Like I get it. Optics wise, they see him as one of the most watched streams they see, holy shit, he's streaming in public. We've got to take that down. Mm-hmm. That's a violation of privacy. Mm-hmm. I get that. I totally get that. There should be some avenue for partners to email people and say, hey, I'm going to be doing this IRL stream. I have permission. Here's the permission proof. Please don't take the stream down. And you know what? Like That should maybe, be a thing. Maybe he, like, we don't even know. Maybe he did. Maybe he talked with his partner representative. Right. But I think the biggest issue is that there's no communication between whoever is pulling the trigger on the bands and the rest of the staff who actually communicates with the streamers. Like, without the streamers, Twitch is nothing, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I think it's just, like, really, really absolutely necessary for them to kind of get their shit together in in a more important way. Like... Like, it's just, it's really, really wrong. Like, it's so wrong. Like, I, I, it's so wrong. I'm sure you guys are fatigued from hearing this story as much as we are from talking about it, but it keeps happening. And it's scary. And it keeps escalating. Yeah. Which is like, I mean, Vic and I don't do anything to really violate TOS in any way, shape, or form. And like, neither of us are at a level that would even have like Twitch's eye on us. But at the same time, like, I have a front page stream coming up in two weeks. And like, you know. What if? What if something weird happens on that front page stream and Uh all of a sudden they take me away, you know? Yeah, it's scary. It's It's kind of scary. Very scary. Um, and that's why we keep talking about it to bring attention to it, to bring attention to how wrong it is. And also just to kind of try to understand because there's no understanding. Mm -hmm. Why are some people's mistakes being forgiven and other people having to sit around for five days hearing nothing? It makes no sense. 
We're going to stop talking about it now. Yeah. <laughs> We've got one more thing to chat about. Um, just really quickly, we want to touch on the Steam remote play. Um, do you want to maybe walk us through it, Zay? Yeah, totally. Um, I 100% have the article up and ready and am not yeah, just like Yeah, for sure. This is not time. vamping at all. Nope. We love a good vamp session in this house. Yeah. Honestly, vamping is like so important when you're a fucking journalism student. Like oh, sometimes, for sure. sometimes the teleprompter will fail. And there's literally a hand signal for vamp. <laughs> I shit you not. Is it it's just literally like the teleprompter's not working. You need to vamp. And it's just like, <laughs> it's just like the person behind the teleprompter just like spinning their hands desperately telling you to vamp. That's the hand <laughs> signal. It's the universal sign for something's messed up or the clip's not rolling or we don't know how to cut. It's like really scary. <laughs> it oh. happened to me once we were recording live and like mm -hmm. the guy just started spinning his hands and I was like, oh no. No. Oh, what do I talk oh, about? <laughs> no, I need to vamp. So I turned to my person, the person next to me, like my co-host, and I was like, yeah, so this situation going on with the Panama Papers, this was years ago when the Panama Papers Oh, happened. wow. Okay. I was like, this situation going on with the Panama Papers is going to have a really big detriment. And he just looked at me and I could tell he was not good at vamping. And I was like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm going to need to carry this whole thing. <laughs> um, which, by the way, I did just carry that vamp. You did. You sure did. Thank you. Um, yeah. Tell me about Steam Remote Play. <laughs> I mean, given my strategy was to just acknowledge the vamp completely in a yeah. com in a totally ironic way, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah um, it's fine. I took it and I ran with it for you. Yeah. Uh, I got so you. Steam Remote Play is a new feature that's uh, that's entering a beta test, uh, which is going no, to- No, no, the beta test is done. Oh, launched today after a beta test. Look yeah. at me reading the article in which we're reporting on. The beta um, test is finished. So they are uh, basically, if you have a co-op game that you uh, need to play couch co-op with, they have a yeah. remote play option now, and you can Finally. just join and play with a bunch of people, whoever you want, whenever you want, and it seems to work pretty well, which is it's about which is pretty time. sweet. Yeah, like it's about time. It's pretty cool. Finally. So you can use it on your iOS or Android devices. The way I kind of keep thinking of it is like Jackbox games. Mm-hmm. Right? It's kind of like Jackbox games, but with whatever the fuck you want, <laughs> which yeah. is cool. Um, so, you know, basically the person who owns the Steam account, um, you friend them. So I would assume you need the Steam app in order for this to work. Correct. Um, so basically whoever wants to kind of host the game on your friends list would invite you to the game through your friends list. Yep. And then the game would behave on the host's device as if all of the players had a controller plugged into it. And the so, coolest thing is, yeah. is only the host needs to own the game. So yes. you can like, if you want to play a four player game with four of yeah. your friends, you yeah. can split it four ways and only one of you yeah. needs to own it, which just opens up a lot of different things. And honestly, yeah. now that, now that we've talked about, um, the valve game coming out, not that like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this ends up in like half-life or more games in the future. Yeah. You know what I mean? That they're, yeah. that they're testing this feature because of things that they're specifically trying 100%, to develop. 100%, for sure. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised about that at all. Oh God, I actually <laughs> just hit play on a video, stress. Um, yeah, I mean, like, this is interesting. I definitely, like, this'll be great for, like, you know, you have a couple friends over and they're like, damn, I've never played Stardew Valley. Mm -hmm. And you're like, let's start a farm, bitch, right? Like, yep. for all intents and purposes, that should work. Yeah. 
Which is pretty right? sweet. Yeah. So you can start a Stardew farm. I don't know this for sure. Like, it might not work with Stardew, but I'm just thinking of the game that I've put hundreds of yeah. hours into, right? I didn't even think about that with Stardew. Oh, that's... I'm always thinking about Stardew, Zay. That's awesome. Always. <laughs> always, always, always. So, like, basically, you have the opportunity to potentially play Stardew with three other people in a multiplayer farm that you wouldn't have been able to in the past, right? That's awesome. I so love there's that. like, and I don't know, again, I don't know for sure if that works with Stardew or not. Maybe that's right. something I can look into to kind of give some people some more perspective. But regardless, it's all a potential thing. We just wanted to touch on it because I think it's interesting. I think it's going to open a whole bunch of doors. And I just think it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's everything for today. That is all we have to talk about on this here episode of the Geek Digest podcast because there's no news right now. It's literally oh. just games releasing. Wait, I think, hang on one quick second. I think the Stardew, no, oh. I think the um, Stardew content update drops today. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Sign me up. I think, I yeah. Digress. So like he basically said that uh, all all content has been updated in some way and uh there's new 14 hard events for after you marry someone that's what i like to hear you can screenshot your entire farm on the pc oh on the 26th Mm. okay so by the time this episode comes out yes exactly this episode comes out on the 26th so you guys will be able to have the stardew update so um, it's out if today. You play on PC, Hooray! If you play on PC. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This update's for PC. Assumedly, this update will come to Xbox <clears throat> and PS4 and Switch at a later date because that's usually how they work. An update will come out on PC first with Stardew and then it will come out to all of the other partners. Mm-hmm. I digress. We wanted to say thank you so much for listening to this here episode of the Geek Digest podcast. We love you so much for listening, especially if you hear this part extra love coming your way amen um if you guys haven't already left us a rating or a review that would mean a whole whole lot to us um every review means a lot for a little podcast that could like ours we're coming up on one year of this podcast which is so crazy absolutely buck wild um i have some fun ideas for some end of year stuff so because there's not a lot of news near the end of December or beginning of January. But you know what True. there is? Opportunity for lists. And we're coming up on the end of a decade oh. and on the end of a year. So lists. Um, yes. I have some ideas. I this have is some news ideas. to me that she's telling yeah, me. <laughs> sorry, Zay. I forgot to tell you. But I have good. some ideas for kind of the last couple of episodes um, or the first couple of episodes of 2020. You know, yeah. kind of. You're, you're going to see some, some fun podcast content coming out from us it won't just be news in december um i do like a whole slew of like end of year videos about books so i kind of thought it would be fun to do that for video games on the podcast as well nice um i digress thank you guys so much for listening you can find us at the geek digest on everything my name is victoria you can find me at victoria shaz on everything my name is zafod you can find me at zafod everywhere um hoping for stardew valley to come quickly Honestly, I hope you guys have a wonderful day, night, morning, evening, whatever time it is, wherever you are. Give baby Yoda a kiss on the head for me (laughs) and stay geeky. Stay geeky, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.